Hello and Merry Christmas. I'm so glad you're here. 2020, almost to an end. Today I've come with the next episode in my new series, The Best of Moments with Moni. We counted down from five last time to four this time. This one is entitled Moments with Moni Home and Heart Series, episode number 66. Thanks for making it a popular one. I invite you to leave questions and comments on the blog at momentswithmoni.com. Merry Christmas. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Moments with Moni. I'm so glad you're here, where we ponder life from a biblical perspective, where salt makes us thirsty and light exposes darkness. Come, let's ponder these things together. Hello and welcome back to Moments with Moni. I'm so glad you're here. The Testimonies with Moni series is now over and we will be moving into another series. Actually, I have an interview that I'll be doing with Sue Donaldson tomorrow. She will be sharing a little bit about what it's like to be growing old gracefully, biblically. I'm looking forward to that conversation with her tomorrow and then I'll be sharing that with you next week. Sue has several topics that she shares at retreats. This particular one is growing something besides old, seasoning our lives to perfection. She'll be talking about holiness versus happiness, growing holy hearts, growing holy habits, and growing holy hands. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. She also speaks at churches and retreats and ladies' events, I'll be leaving the info in my show notes for this podcast and then also after next week after she shares with us. Sue is a self-confessed late bloomer. She led a full single life as a high school teacher and as a missionary with Wycliffe Bible translators, including two years in Brazil and six months in Papua New Guinea. God used these experiences to develop her love for him and for people who needed to know him personally. From the jungle of a high school classroom to the Amazon, one would hope to gather enough experience for being a wife and a mom. Oh, but Sue would be quick to admit that nothing quite prepares one for the challenges and exhaustion, joys and tears that come with marriage and family. Sue loves to fill her home and kitchen with friends or strangers for the sake of Jesus. He invited us first, you know. So I'm extending the invitation to meet with Sue on next Friday's podcast, October 30th. I've got a few things that I wanted to talk to you about because we've come to an end on the Testimonies with Moni series, and I'd like to go into a more homey, domestic type of setting because, well, let's face it, we're all stuck at home. I have to be honest that I am glad that I was unable to get any flour at the beginning of this COVID quarantine because I would have baked bread for my husband and of course I would have eaten some and then that would have completely ruined my keto diet that has really helped me for the last almost five years I think. Ah, Maybe it's been three. 
Now that the weather is cooling down, I'm looking for something to bake to warm up the house. So I'm baking pizza for my husband and I'm having the salad. But I'm also making these little mug cups. Uh, mug cakes? Have you ever tried those? I make them with almond flour, pumpkin goo, and an egg, and a little bit of coconut sugar, and a few other ingredients, and then you microwave it, and out comes this little single-serving cake, low-carb, and it's tasty. I don't feel like I am missing out on not having baked goods. Not just that, we're all used to holidays this time of the year, whether it be Halloween or Thanksgiving or Christmas, whatever your family or other things in there that you might be celebrating this time of year. And a lot of that is surrounded by family and food and fellowship. So I don't know what it's going to look like this year. I guess we're just going to have to be creative. I'm the only one in my family that actually likes turkey. So I think to keep everyone happy, I'll get my turkey and put it in the freezer and use it for endless amounts of gallons of soup and sandwiches and, of course, with keto bread, more soup. <laughs> and then have pizza so that everyone else will be happy on Thanksgiving. I suppose I'll be searching through Pinterest for new recipes, trying to make all everyone happy. One of the traditions that I look forward to that we actually just started last year because the grandkids were old enough after Thanksgiving dinner, they would take all of the Christmas ornaments that go on the tree. I would unwrap them one by one and tell them the story about behind each of the ornaments. Some of them I've had since I was a child. So they want to hear all about each and every one from my childhood, from Brad's, Brad, my husband's childhood, or from our sons, their dad and uncle, and some from ones that the grandchildren made for me just a few years ago. We turned the lights down low and all the adults watched them as they put all the ornaments on the tree and had so much fun. They had hot cocoa with whipped cream afterwards and and then lay down on the floor and Grandpa turned on one of those new lights that shine a scene and the, uh, he put it up on the ceiling for them to see. It was the first time that one of those, that we saw one of those. So it was kind of exciting for them. And then we turned on the lights on the Christmas tree and sang Christmas carols. I know, it's only October, and I know there are some of those Scrooge-type people out there right now saying, how could she even be talking about Christmas right now? Well, I have Christmas in my heart all year long, so as soon as the weather gets cool, that's where my mind goes, because it takes me a while to thoughtfully think of gifts for others, thoughtfully think of ways to share Christ with others. It takes time. It takes time. Otherwise, I'm just buried at the end and I don't enjoy it. I'd much rather enjoy it. Well, I'd much rather enjoy it all year long, but I try to contain myself to the last few months of the year. This is one of the best times of the year to get some deals on Christmas wrapping paper, 
decorations, all the things that they still had in stock that were back in the warehouse they're putting out on the shelves right now. And so it's nice to start thinking about it and preparing. I know that Jesus is taking over 2,000 years to prepare a home for me. So I know a few months of preparing to celebrate his birth is not too much. If you're like me, I would love to hear some of your prep stories, something that uh, you can offer me to help me get organized before Christmas. What is it that you do in advance to prepare for a huge celebration of love? Again, I don't know what that's going to look like. It may be just a few people in a home, and it may be all the relatives in one home. We'll see. But however that happens, however it turns out, what is it that you enjoy doing? I'd love to hear if you could leave me a message on the Moments with Moni page or community group, share a recipe, share some advanced preparation that you do, some maybe just some advanced mindset that you have before the holidays come along. Because up here, we have to prepare for snow, which is actually in the forecast for tomorrow. So that does slow us down a little, and it's good to prepare to get things done in advance. On this next section, I'd like to focus on prayer. There's a few prayer requests that I have for our land. The Colorado fires seem to be jumping up in might, and it looks awful. I pray that God would have mercy on them and ask you to pray with me that they would receive showers of mercy in the form of rain, gentle rain, so the ground doesn't get washed away, but Father, something merciful. And then also for our presidential election, there will be another debate tonight. Father, I know that you are in control and that you lead and guide. And it's our job to pray for whoever is in authority above us, whether it be within our family within our community, within our church, or within our national government. So, Father, I know that you are in control of all of this, and I ask that you would help us to be faithful in prayer and to lift it all up to you. And then we also want to remember those that are sick. There is something going around the health of our friends and our family, We pray for them, Father, and ask that you would have mercy, that you would heal. I know that you are the great healer and that you can do anything. So I'd appreciate it if you could help me keep these things in prayer this next week. And if you have any prayer requests, please leave them with me or on the Facebook group and we will pray for you. You're always welcome there. And this section is about perspective. 
Here on Moments with Moni, I like to take a look at things from a biblical perspective. So I wondered how many of you um, celebrate All Saints Day when um, Martin Luther pounded his ideas on that church wall, that church door. Do you celebrate that with your kids? Do you remind them what the Bible says about things that the world has a different idea about? My parents took me trick-or-treating when I was little, but there was this one house that we walked up to from the driveway, and I saw a family sitting down to dinner. And there was a sign on the window saying that they did not celebrate Halloween, which seemed weird to me because it was an idea that I just never heard of until that moment. They said that they were Christians, so they choose not to celebrate Halloween. However you decide to take care of that, to celebrate or not, it was just a time in my young life, I think I was only 10 years old at the time, to see that there is a different perspective about things. We don't all have to think or do the same. Here it is almost 50 years later, and that image is still very strong in my mind. Our children's hearts are impressionable, very impressionable. And it's good to remember as we subject them to whatever traditions we have, whether it be Halloween, All Saints Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving, or something in between or after. I'm reminded of the things that God told the Hebrews to remind their children. It comes out of Deuteronomy 6. It's called the Shema. And it says, Hear, O Israel, listen to me. The Lord your God is one. And you, I want you to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your might. And these words which I command you this day shall be in your heart. Remember them. Hold them deep in your heart, and you shall teach them diligently unto your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk along the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall bind them for a sign upon your hand, and they shall be as frontlets before thine eyes. And you shall write them upon the posts of your house, and upon your gates. God meant this as to remember these teachings um, as an adornment on you, as a witness to others. It's important to teach our children well, for there's a difference between knowing God and truly loving God. And that should be part of our family. And I'd like to end this podcast with a few words that Jesus spoke to his father about us. In John chapter 17, it starts at verse 14. Jesus says, I have given them your word, talking to his father, and the world hates them because they are not of this world, even as I am not of this world. I pray not that you should take them out of this world, but that you would keep them from the evil. 
They are not of this world, even as I am not of this world. Sanctify them. Set them apart. Thy word is truth. Thy word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, even so I also send them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. God is good. He's given us his truth, his love letters. He's given us his son. He's given us everything. We have a choice. Do we want to live life our own way? Or do we want to live it the way God intended it? He gave us a perfect world. We're the ones that messed it up. Much better to look at the instruction book, the love letters that God has given us. I'm very happy to be able to share these things with you tonight. And I pray for you and ask that God will keep you and sanctify you and set you apart and teach you his truth and put it deep into your hearts and into your children's hearts. And should he tarry? to all the generations beyond. Oh, but Lord, we pray that you would come quickly and save your children and have mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you've enjoyed listening to Moments with Moni, you can find a lot more information on the website at momentswithmoni.com. There'll be background information on each of the podcasts, a way to subscribe, and information to connect in many different ways. Thanks so much for listening.